Hey everybody out there in podcast land, this is David and I got a great podcast for you today. The title of this is going to be Battle Ready and it's going to give you a little bit of encouragement, some hope for the battle and the task that's at hand right after a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody out there in podcast land, this is David coming at you with another thought for the day. Today I was just sitting here thinking, I've been thinking about the last few days, everything that's been going on, all the good, all the bad, all the breakthroughs that have happened because of a surgery I had, connections with people, talking to the the different people in God's kingdom, people that know Jesus, the people that don't know Jesus, just talking to everybody. Really been reaching out, trying to win souls for the kingdom of God. Uh, just love the Lord. I love to work for Him. And I was sitting here thinking, and uh, the Lord reminded me of something, and I'd like to share that with you today. It'll be simple. It's in Judges chapter 6, verse 12. And it says, The angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Sorry about that. I had to push the pause button. Go take care of some parakeets. I don't know if you've noticed in my previous videos or my audios or my podcast, every now and then you'll hear a whole bunch of birds going crazy. Those are my parakeets. They've trained themselves to stay quiet all day long until I do some kind of recording and then they go crazy and they don't stop until I have to cover them up. Now it's pretty silent. Thought I'd let you know that. So where were we? We were in Judges 6.12. I read to you the verse. Let me read to you one more time. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. So the angel is coming to this man. We know that his name is Gideon. And Gideon didn't look at himself very highly. But the angel of the Lord came and told him that he was a mighty man of valor. That he was special. That God had some kind of a need for him and that he was going to use him and that he saw something greater inside of this man than he saw inside of himself. Now that's the story of all of us folks. Now a little recap on what this Gideon was doing at the time just to give you a backdrop. Gideon was threshing wheat behind the wine press uh, and what he was doing was he was hiding it from the Midianites. Now the Midianites were like a gang, like a gang members. They would come and rob and pillage and take, you know, their portions of the land and leave the, the God's people without nothing, just enough to barely, barely survive on. And so Gideon came up with this idea that he would hide behind the wine press and he would thresh wheat and he would keep some aside for his family. Now, if you were to take a break there in a portion of this man's life and you were writing a commentary by yourself without knowing any of the story, You would write down, there was a man that had a calling on his life. He was God's chosen people, but during the day he was hiding behind wine presses, stealing wheat or hiding wheat to provide for his family because he was in such bad straits. He was such dire straits. His life was so miserable. Everything was so bad. Everything was against him. And so your commentary might go like that. But the Lord does something here. He cheats in the commentary. He sends an angel 
the angel of the Lord shows up. And he changes the story by saying, Hey Gideon, hey mighty man of valor, I got a plan for you. I got a calling for you. I'm going to choose you to do something. And all you have to do is show up. Now we know the story of Gideon as he builds an army because the Lord instructs him to build an army, which he's never built an army before, never had anything to do with that. He's good at hiding wheat and sneaking stuff, but he's not good at building armies. He finally builds an army and God says, that's too big, whittle it down. Until we get to the little group of people that God ends up using. And sometimes we look at the people around us as not very big army, some, something that God cannot use. And if you really look at yourself, sometimes you might feel like Gideon, that you're just one man that is just trying to survive, to provide for your family, to provide for what God has called you to do. And you're just trying to get by the best you can without losing what God has given you. But God has bigger plans. God doesn't want you just surviving. He wants you thriving. He wants you to be blessed beyond measure. When God says, give unto me and Try me and see if I don't pour out the windows of heaven, out of the windows of heaven for you, a blessing pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So God doesn't want to just give you a portion that's a, that's an eye for an eye portion. Like, you give me a piece of cake, I give you a piece of cake. No, you give God a piece of cake and he gives you the whole bakery. This is the kind of things that God does for us. Now, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can even ask or even think. God can do these things. So you ask yourself, how come he doesn't do this? Why doesn't he do it for me? Why does it seem like I'm always behind the eight ball? Well, because there's some character things that have to be worked out in our life sometimes. Now, Gideon here had a character problem. He, even when the angel of the Lord came to him and told him who he was, he still didn't believe it because we are our biggest critics, folks. We know all of our faults. We know all of our mistakes. And we're quick to judge ourselves and to discredit ourselves really quick. Now, we're usually good at defending ourselves about others, but sometimes, every now and then, we let others' opinions slip into our life between the, the crevices of our armor, and it gets in there, and it starts to weaken you. And you could say, well, I didn't get hit by no fiery dart. I didn't get hit by no arrow. I didn't hear no gunshot. How, I, how did I get hit? Well, let's just look at coronavirus for a moment. It's something you can't even see. It's so microscopic and it can get into the crevices of our body through our nasal passages, our eyes, through saliva, through areas that armor, the natural armor that we would normally wear to go to war, it has no effect. The same way it is with the enemy of darkness. He has more than just weapons like swords, spears, and arrows to attack us. And if we can use that as a metaphor into speaking, you know, the physical and the spiritual, we can also use the metaphor that these viruses is another form of weapon that could be converted into a spiritual warfare. And I really believe there's spiritual warfare out there that is equivalent to the coronavirus type system, where it gets in and it spreads. You don't see it. And before it gets infected and infects a body, it's already had days gone past. And as the day have gone past, you've already infected more people. And the more people you infected with this virus that you're, you're not able to see that's being used by the enemy to destroy God's work, God's church, and ultimately God's kingdom, this is what the enemy tries to do. And most of our battle is the unseen. The Bible says our weapons are not carnal, but are mighty through pulling down of strongholds. 
So we have mighty weapons, but our weapons sometimes are unseen. Like your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. You know, the good news, bringing good tidings, spreading the word of God. Like this, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we find strength in the joy of the Lord. Have you ever noticed how you start out in a day, you get excited about a work of God, and before too long, the joy gets zapped out of it? And all you're left with is this great idea, and then nobody's buying into it. You feel alone, almost like Joseph, when he wakes up and tells his dad about the dream and about how God was going to use him in a mighty way, and immediately people started to attack him until the point that Joseph was thrown down in a pit, and then he was just forsaken. He was left in a pit, in a jail cell, forgotten about. But all that matters, just like in the story of Gideon, there's only one thing that matters, is that Jesus knows you. If God knows you, Gideon, you're a mighty man. If God is with you, Joseph, no prison's going to hold you down. And you listeners out there, under the sound of my voice, if Jesus knows who you are, don't worry about the struggle you're in. Don't worry about the attack that the devil has brought upon you. Don't worry about even the dysfunction, the despair that you feel in a day. Don't even worry about that. But I want you to work on getting your joy back. You need to get the joy of the Lord back in your life. Whenever things start to attack you, I want you to start to combat that with joy. I want you to think about the times when the Lord has delivered you and he's done something great in your life and that's called a testimony. But I want you to rehearse that back in your mind and I want you to find a verse. If that doesn't work, I want you to go and find a verse in the Bible. Something that you can find that will encourage you and bring a smile to your face. Because you need to get joy back. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And I fear too much that the church and the people of God have used carnal weapons back and forth to the point where we have soldiers walking around with one arm, one leg, one eye, one ear, and they're walking around maimed. We have maimed soldiers all around us. In every church house you look, we have maimed soldiers. Unnecessary warfare. Things that should never have happened. These are casualties of war. Some are called POWs, prisoners of war. They're just sitting there, captive, not doing anything for the kingdom of God. But today your day changes. From this moment on, if you're hearing this podcast, your day will change. Because you have a use in the kingdom of God, just like Gideon. Jesus is standing in front of you now saying, Hey, mighty man or mighty woman, I have a job for you. And I know that you've taken a battle beating. I know that the bombs have been dropped. I know that the swords have been swung in the air. And I know the arrows have flung across the sky. And they have penetrated you deeply. You may have had to have an amputation. You may have had to have all kinds of medical procedures done to fix whatever's been done by the enemy. But today is your day, and today is a day of change. Judges 6:12, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. So I want to leave you with that today. I want you to be reminded that the Lord is with thee. He's with you. You who are under the sound of my voice, don't complicate it any more than it has to be. Don't overdo the things that God has given you. Take them plainly. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Come before the Lord. Stand before Him. Let your request be made known. Speak to the Lord today. Walk boldly into the throne room. 
There's no veil to stop you. There's no Levite or anybody that's going to beat you up at the door saying you can't walk through. Come today before the presence of the Lord and ask and make your partition. And in the meantime, I want you to put your shoulders back. I want you to stand straight. And I want you to get ready because we're on the premise of the greatest battle the world has ever seen. And the prize is going to be souls. We are going to gather souls for the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, my God, my Savior. We are all going to work together. We are going to push this kingdom further. I know what it's, you see on the TVs. I know what you hear. But I don't believe that. I don't believe what I see. And I don't listen to those things that I hear. Because I hear a sound of abundance of rain. And I only see it about the size of a man's hand coming across the sky. But that little bit of hope is going to turn into something great. And I really believe it. And if we work together, folks, we can build the kingdom of God in a greater way than it's ever been before. And with that, God bless. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast today. I really appreciate all my listeners out there. All the words of encouragement that you send to me or you tell me when I see you. I appreciate you that you share all these podcasts or the links with your friends or family. I appreciate we can work together and do something great for the kingdom of God. But today, I want you to focus on being battle ready. I don't want you to forget what you heard. I want you to put on the full armor of God. And I want us to start to go on the offense and start to destroy the enemy's kingdom and start grabbing souls for God. We're going to grab them from the left side of us. We're going to grab them from the right side. We're going to grab the souls that are before us and we're going to grab the souls from behind. We're going to grab every soul that we can find and we're not going to fight amongst each other because we're on the same side. I love you all. And with that, God bless.